0: Welcome to Daily Defining Moments. This is Pastor Allen, and I'm so glad you're with me. Our goal each day is to help you open your Bible and connect with Jesus. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We're reading through the New Testament portion of the one-year Bible in the New Living Translation. Today is June 24th, and our reading comes from Acts chapter 15 and 16. Beginning in chapter 15, verse 36, The Bible says this, after some time, Paul said to Barnabas, let's go back and visit each city where we previously preached the word of the Lord to see how the new believers are doing. Barnabas agreed and wanted to take along John Mark, but Paul disagreed strongly since John Mark had deserted them in Pamphylia and had not continued with them in their work. Their disagreement was so sharp that they separated. Barnabas took John Mark with him and sailed for Cyprus. Paul chose Silas, and as he left, the believers entrusted him to the Lord's care. Then he traveled throughout Syria and Cilicia, strengthening the church there. Chapter 16, verse 1, Paul went first to Derbe and then to Lystra, and there was a young disciple named Timothy. His mother was a Jewish believer, but his father was a Greek. Timothy was well thought of by the believers in Lystra and Iconium, so Paul wanted him to join them on their journey. In deference to the Jews of the area, he arranged for Timothy to be circumcised before they left, for everyone knew that his father was a Greek. Then they went from town to town instructing believers to follow the decisions made by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem. So the churches were strengthened in their faith and grew larger each day. There's two interesting ideas in this passage I want to highlight. The first one is that even among sincere believers, often we disagree and we part ways. And sometimes this is driven by really a personality difference. And God has put within the body of Christ that diversity to strengthen the body. So we know about Barnabas. He is the son of encouragement, right? He's the encourager. John Mark has failed, but Barnabas isn't ready to give up on John Mark. He wants to come alongside John Mark. He's standing up for John Mark, just like he stood up for Paul previously, right? But Paul, he's a different person out, right? He's, he's a little more severe. He's a little more driven. He's a little more probably type A or, or an eight on Enneagram, right? And the truth is, listen, we need both of these personalities in order to create a healthy culture in the church world. So Paul refuses. He's not playing that game. He gets Silas and he's heading off and they split ways. But what I love about this passage is they do this without attacking each other. So just because they disagree and just because they split and head in different directions, they don't begin to attack and hurt one another. And one of the very unfortunate things in American church culture today, is we have a tendency when we disagree with another believer or disagree with a church or disagree with a pastor, we have a tendency to attack that person in order to justify our disagreement. We make the other person the devil. And that's ridiculous. There's nothing in the Bible that gives us the freedom to attack one another. In fact, the Bible says we're supposed to love even our enemies. So certainly We can love the body of Christ. And even though Paul and Barnabas split ways, part company, they loved each other. They're gracious. They give each other the freedom to disagree, to head in a new direction. Paul's got his guy. Barnabas has got his guy. And they go off. And I love how at the end of the chapter, verse 41, it says they're strengthening the churches. In fact, God works in their disagreement to multiply their efforts and to strengthen His church. Wouldn't it be beautiful if every time there was a disagreement in the church, we were sensitive enough to the Holy Spirit that He could work in our difference to strengthen His church. I'm just convinced that's what He wants to do. It reminds me of a marriage, Tina and I are opposites. But our opposites, God engineered us to be attracted to our opposites because our opposites, those differences strengthen then our connection, our ability to serve the Lord, they make us one and whole. And the same thing is true in the body of Christ. Now, here's the second thing I just want you to notice. Paul leaves, he and Silas leave, and they run into this guy, Timothy. And, and Paul's impressed with Timothy, wants to disciple this young leader, train him up. And of course, Timothy becomes a great pastor himself but Paul recognizes his father's Greek and he's not been circumcised and he asked Timothy to be circumcised. And what's so interesting about that is yesterday, you remember in Acts chapter 15, the Jerusalem council said circumcision is not necessary. This is an important distinction. Paul is not telling Timothy that he must be circumcised in order to have faith or to have a relationship with God or to be a follower of Jesus. He's saying to Timothy, listen, I'd like you to be circumcised so that this issue is not a stumbling block to our mission field. And I think that's so powerful. And of course, Timothy submits to that idea. And once again, it says that the churches are strengthened. So in this case, Timothy is being all things to all men so that by all possible means, he may win some. So when I read this passage, here's the two big ideas. This difference between Paul and Barnabas, and this cultural kind of religious issue, the apostles, these mature believers, refuse to allow these issues to destroy the work of God, to hurt the church, to prevent them from accomplishing the mission. Instead, they're inviting Jesus into the moment, and God's working in their disagreement. God's working in Timothy's sacrifice in order to strengthen the church. And then the very last thing I want to point out in chapter 16 is that the Holy Spirit is moving. And because they're being sensitive to the Holy Spirit, because it's not about them and their agenda and being right and hurting and attacking other people, because they're being sensitive to the Spirit, the Spirit of God is leading them. Now, here's the thing I wanted to point out, is that it says that the Holy Spirit keeps them from preaching the gospel. Now, isn't that interesting? It's hard to imagine that the Holy Spirit— would ever restrain our witness or prevent us from preaching in a place. But sometimes, listen, just because it's a good idea doesn't mean it's a calling from God. And for whatever reason, we don't really even know, but for whatever reason, God is working to lead them. And it reminds me of John 10, where Jesus said, my sheep hear my voice. And what we're trying to learn in this podcast by connecting with God every day, listening to his word every day. We're tuning our ear to his voice so that we can be led and directed by his spirit and fulfill the mission of God in our life. So listen, here's the bottom line. Let's not allow conflict. Let's not allow cultural differences. Let's not allow our insensitivity to the Holy Spirit to keep us from doing what God has called us to do in the world. Let me pray for you. Father, You know, the truth is, conflict is a part of every healthy relationship. Lord, help us to navigate conflict in a way that honors you, to trust you in those moments like Paul and Barnabas do in today's reading. God, I pray that we wouldn't allow cultural issues to become a stumbling block to those we're trying to reach. God, I pray that you would help us to tune our ear to your voice, to be sensitive to your presence and your spirit as you lead and direct us every day. God, just because it's a good thing doesn't mean it's your agenda, your plan, what you're calling us to do. So help us to trust you in those moments and to listen to your voice. In Jesus' name, we pray, amen. Well, thanks again for being with me. Remember, before I begin my day, God has something to say. We'll see you again tomorrow.